Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, everybody, welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 10th day of February, 2023. Today's a Friday. Welcome to Friday, Big J. Friday! My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there confirming the day of the week. And, of course, we also have a pretty big Friday show planned for you. We're going to talk Super Bowl today over the course of the program. Yeah, by the way, here's your blood money. It's not blood money. I No, you blood are. Money. I don't have change for this. You bet $10. Well, you can give me 10 bucks down the road. I don't I keep want, cash. I demand up. to give you money now. Why? Because I don't ever have cash, and so it's for my uh, me either for my medical experiments. For those of you, <laughs> also this is this is you nude money. Yeah. And now I feel dirty. Yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, but this is uh, for some. I I still don't know why you made this bet, Big J. To be perfectly honest, because it wasn't even close to the MVP vote, just like I thought it was going to be. Well, was there a count? Did they show the count? Yes, 48 first place votes for Patrick Mahomes out of 50, and two first place votes for Jalen. Okay, so I had the other person. You had running. second place, yes, but it wasn't okay. close. It was a runaway, uh, just like I, I thought it would be. Uh, well, you should. It cost you money. Listen, here's the thing. I had to stick with this because. Uh, I made this prediction early in the season, like early, like Jalen Hurts would be the MVP. I don't remember so, that. You didn't no, I didn't me. make it to you. I made it to our buddy Jeremy. So, so for one person, you decided to cost yourself money? Well, I weird. would stick with what I believed. I believed he was going to get but the MVP. But you saw, I mean, you, I can understand that early Here's in the, the season. Thing, I didn't realize that Patrick Mahomes had thrown for over 5,000 yards. Okay. And so, 50 touchdowns? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really pay any attention. I watched a bunch of K- Kansas City games. Uh-huh. I didn't just realize the accumulation of stats, but also Jalen Hurts was really damn good. He was very so, good. I'm not I'm not discounting uh, Jalen Hurts at all, nor saying that he had a bad season, nor that he's the worst player. I'm just saying, judging from the stats, the record, listen, and the way it all shook out. Stop complaining about your blood money. I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to explain what's happening, and here we are. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we talked about the MVP award, and I said that Patrick Mahomes would win the laugher. It was last week. Yes, and Big J called me an idiot and said Jalen Hurts was going to win, and I asked if he wanted to put money where his mouth was, and he did. And then, of course, last night, uh, Patrick Mahomes, as with almost every bet you and I make, Big J, I came out victorious yet again. It's almost like you should probably at least take a pause if I ask you if you want Hell to put no. any money on stuff. But... Uh, at, at least I have myself some money, and thank you very much for paying up. But we're going to talk Super Bowl this week. We're going to talk lounge at the end of the universe uh, today over the course of the show. That's going to happen. We have prizes to give away. We have songs to debut for you. We have all sorts of cool things happening on this Friday show. And, of course, we have weekend plans. Big J, what are you doing this week? Watching the Super Bowl. That's a Sunday thing. What about the rest of the day? I don't know. Oh, my God. No other plans? Oh, yeah. Uh, going to a movie? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure you and I have plans. But, uh, yes, uh, we were bringing back the Morning After the Movies podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to kick off again uh, the brand new season, a brand new year uh, this particular weekend. So, uh, And uh, Big J has laid out the schedule. We are going to have a busy slate of movies on the Morning After the Movies podcast. So make sure well, a suggested you slate. subscribe to it. I took it as an order. And so uh, you should actually subscribe because there's going to be plenty of episodes of Morning After the Movies coming to a podcast platform near you. We'll talk about all that stuff and more, but we play music on this show. Let's get started with some Sublime. It's what I got here on the Morning After on the X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't know what's wrong with some of you, but you need to start paying attention when you're behind the wheel of a vehicle, specifically when it comes to driving around school buses. Because once again, for the second year in a row, the Treasure Valley has seen an alarming number of cars putting students in danger as they're entering and exiting school buses on the roads. Uh, Durham School Services, they transport about 6,000 students around the Boise School District, and those drivers have reported almost 470 school bus stop arm violations in the last so far this school year. 
Jeez. 470. Now, the record they have happened last year. It was 500. And now we still have one, two, three, three half months of school left. They are going to break that record by a ridiculous amount. Now, here's what you have to know. It doesn't matter what kind of hurry you're in. When you blow past the school bus that has its stop line out and you're supposed to stop to let the kids cross the bus or get out of the, the bus or get into the bus or whatever, there's cameras on these buses and they're recording every time you do that. And so a violation will be sent to you in the mail and they will have camera evidence of you committing the crime. So you're not going to get away with it. So no matter what kind of hurry you're in, it's going to cost you a couple hundred dollars if you do it. So it's probably something you need to pay attention to. But... According to the statistics, so far, it's 10 a day. The school bus drivers see 10 of these violations a day. Jeez. Now, what is a stop arm violation? That happens when a driver illegally passes a bus that has its stop sign extended and its red lights flashing. And so this happens all the time, every single day, and this is how people can possibly get hurt or killed. And so it's important that you know the laws. It's important that you pay attention. It's important because it's kids involved, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? But in case you don't know the rules, in Idaho, if there are three or less lanes, traffic in both directions has to stop. Not just the way that the bus is going, both directions have to stop for a school bus. Now, if there are four or more lanes with a divider, only traffic following the bus must stop. So you have to know not only the laws, but what how many lanes are involved and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's got to be four lanes. Correct. Not for two. You, for you to stop, not for you to, for you to stop in the other way. It has to be at least four lanes. But, uh, listen, I I wouldn't be mad at you for erring on the side of caution. I'll tell you that right now. As, you know, somebody that has kids taking public transportation, it's incredibly important to me that they are safe, and it should be to you as well. So uh, don't be blowing past buses that have stop signs out. Please and thank you. This is how terrible, terrible things happen that you'll never be able to take back. And, oh, by the way, it also costs you money uh, in the process. So please uh, do us a favor and make sure you're paying attention to these school buses that are out there. As previously mentioned, Patrick Mahomes picked up his first of what he hopes are two victories this week in Arizona. The Chiefs quarterback was named the AP's Most Valuable Player of the Year. Uh, Thursday evening at the NFL Honors Program, he got 48 out of 50 first-place votes. Uh, the other two went to Philadelphia Eagles, so I lied to you. Uh, Jalen Hurts only got one first-place vote, uh, and Josh Allen also got a first-place vote. Ridiculous! For MVP for the uh, the NFL. But it is Patrick Mahomes' second MVP award. Uh, last time he won the MVP award, he also won the Super Bowl, so he's hoping it's a good thing. Speaking of which, Super Bowl Sunday, 4.30 kickoff on Fox. As of right now, the Eagles are one-and-a-half-point favorites. They open up as two-and-a-half-point favorites, so that means money has been flowing in Kansas City direction over the last couple of weeks people a lot of people believe it in the Chiefs so we'll see what ends up happening but uh, it's a pretty closely favored line which means a lot of money is going to be changing hands come Super Bowl Sunday just know this uh, Ryan Reynolds talked about how he is working on a John Candy documentary uh, he has handed the keys to Colin Hanks Tom Hanks son to direct the documentary and Amazon Prime Video has ponied up the cash to make it happen so Variety reports that uh, Colin Hanks has been working with Ryan Reynolds but mostly by himself for the last couple months putting together the film uh, Ryan Reynolds is still producing it and of course uh, Amazon was like hey we'll pay you money for that the documentary is making is being made with the full support of John Candy's Window Rose and their two children Jen and Chris so Hanks will use not only all the footage and movies that we've seen, but also some never-before-seen home videos from the family, interviews with the family to try to kind of explore the man behind the movie star because, you know, John Candy was famous in one of those periods of time where uh, we didn't care so much about the personal life of our celebrities. You know what I mean? Like, nobody was following John Candy right. around with a camera. We didn't really know much about him other than the movies he was in. So this is supposed to shed a bunch of light on the gentleman and man that he was while he was around, which by all accounts was pretty nice and pretty cool. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 6 o'clock hour. That is Disturbed. That is Batman here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Of course, Sunday coming up is the Super Bowl. Uh, we have kind of established the fact that uh, you have decided not to go anywhere for Sunday's big game. Is that correct, Big J? Yeah, no, we're staying home. It's just going to be you and the missus watching the Super Bowl. You decided, yeah, I right? think we. she invited the uh, her parents over. I'm not sure oh. if they're going to make it or not. Okay, but. so there could be a small possibility of a little bit of a get-together over at your place. Have you decided then what the uh, food of choice is going to be come Sunday? Uh, let's see. I'm leaning towards making carne asada fries. Okay. Uh, and that is something that could be enjoyed by up to four people, I suppose? 
Sure. Or are you going to make enough that you have? Can you do leftovers for that? You like keep the fries separate from the carne asada and then kind yeah. of combine the two yeah. when it's ready to serve? Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense to me. And so uh, you're going with that. In your opinion, is that an actual meal or is that more of like a finger food slash snack kind I of mean, situation? I think it can be both. Sure, but yeah, what is it to your mind? Is, it's delicious. Have it's you had delicious. those for dinner before? Like just those? Yeah, but not homemade. Okay. Though. Oh, really? Where did you you went out and got them somewhere? Yeah, there's a there's a great uh, joint in uh, Middleton that uh, serves great local authentic Mexican food. So beautiful. Uh, and you're gonna put a little Big J spin on it? Any yeah. what, little additional spice or something to it? No. Any snacks or anything like that for uh, for the big Super Bowl? Yeah, probably chips and some dip. There you go. That uh, makes no, make no mistake about it. Uh, snacks are easily the most popular thing. I'm a dip guy. Thing. I like good. I like dips. And as a matter of fact, uh, that is the thing that pops up in most Super Bowl parties. They say that if you're going to have a good Super Bowl party, you better have a good dip. But they they specify refrigerated dips. Now I don't know. I guess does salsa continue can be refrigerated? I mean, well, it can't leave be. it out. But you know, I mean, I'm just trying to th- figure out like what other kind of dip isn't refrigerated. I, did, I guess that's yeah. I, uh, that's a great question. Maybe I, bean dip that's not refrigerated. Maybe uh, I don't know. Though. Listen, don't listen to whatever they're saying. Put your dip in the damn fridge. Yeah, when you're done with it. It was just weird that it was it was it was uh, predicated by refrigerated dips. I'm like, well, where else are you supposed to go with these dips? But uh, about 33% of all parties say they better have some sort of dip there in some way, shape, or form. Followed promptly by tortilla chips, which of course is what you're usually going to dip into the dip. And then potato chips comes in third, uh, pretzels, and then cheese snacks. Some sort of cheese snack, Big J. I'm guessing that's a must-have in the Big J household. Agree or disagree? Yeah. You do love your cheese in some way, shape, or form. Do you? Are you? When you do that, is it like a charcuterie kind of board, or is it just like cheese and crackers? Or no, that would be total queso. I see. Oh, so that's the cheese you're looking for. So yeah, again, that, that be... that's more of a. There's a dip that's not refrigerated right there. You're not going to refrigerate the queso, are you? When you're done with it. Well, sure, but I mean, you don't serve it refrigerated, do you? No, God, no. Uh, that would be a huge mistake. So see, we even answered our own question during the course of the segment. Isn't that nice? So whether you're going there for just like snacks and finger food or you're going for actual food, uh, pizza wings kind of top the list there, followed promptly by uh, pizza and then sliders and then meatballs. Uh, top out the round out the top four there for best uh, Super Bowl party meals or actual like dinner foods. So that shouldn't surprise you that chicken wings comes out on top. But everything kind of has the same real flair to it. If you've noticed with the sliders, with the wings, with the pizza, it's all something you can eat with your damn hands. Yeah, and well, so keep especially that in mind. a lot of people at a party and such. Uh, I mean, that's you know you want a small plate and be able to carry it around. And I am going to tease, we're going to talk something next hour that you need to be aware of if you are at a Super Bowl party with a bunch of people that apparently is a problem when you get a bunch of people together for a Super Bowl. So yeah, double dipping. It has something, to, it has exactly to do with that. Sorry, Thanks a lot, Big J. It's okay, you ruined, hey, I wait, ruined yours you, all the what time. what are you doing? I am going over to a friend's house for uh, oh, the uh, Super Bowl friends. party. So yeah, so I Good was invited you. over, so I am going to uh, do that. But I believe like there's going to be a grand total of like six to eight people over there. So it'll be a pretty low key kind of like Super Bowl party, but something I'm excited for, and so uh, it was an invite, and I, because I don't have access to Fox Television, I'm gladly taking up the invite. So, uh, that is what I'll be doing, and I am responsible for uh, some snacks and some adult beverages, so that is my responsibility that I'll be worrying about. So I was thinking, what is queso your favorite dip, hands down? Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, for sure. Because I'm trying to figure out, because I'm not a dip guy. I don't dip pretty much anything, but I do like to bring things that other people will enjoy. I have leaned on the seven layer dip before. That appears oh, yeah. to be a pretty seven big. Seven layer dip is good. Pretty big. I mean, I don't make it at home, of course. It's right. something I just grab in the well, deli section. I mean, and but those are pretty decent, like the right. ones in the deli section. So, so that can... seems to be a winner uh, for the, the when I have to do something like that. Although I don't partake, people seem to enjoy that particular side of things. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got Big J's Friday song of the day coming up here in a few minutes on the X Rocks. <laughs> You should know by now that every single Friday morning, Big J selects a song to get your blood pumping for the final workday of the week. And we first we hear the song, and then we find out why. Big J, what is the song you're picking out today? Yeah, the song is called uh, The Mongol Warrior Souls. It's from The Who featuring William Duvall of Alice in Chains, and he also mixed and produced the song. So, so check it out. Yeah. It's Big J's Friday morning song on the X Rocks. There's Big J's Friday morning song. This is Mongol Warrior Souls, of course. Got William Duvall there from Alice in Chains and The Who, which is pretty awesome to hear them back in the mix of things. What'd you pick that song for, Big yeah, J? Yeah, because it's awesome. 
and it's brand new. And uh, William Duvall is, uh, I think, underappreciated uh, as a as a singer. And um, you know, he's obviously uh, helped produce and mix this, so he's got a lot of skills outside of just singing in the band Allison Chains. Reminds me of the time not too long ago, as a matter of fact, that uh, the band The Who came in and performed an X session for us mm-hmm. in Studio One X, and uh, you did the interview. That the first and only time you've ever done an interview through a translator, Big J? Yes. Was it as awkward yeah. as uh, I thought it might have gone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, well, I don't know. Some of my previous interviews, you think I was talking through a translator anyways. <laughs> uh, so That's not true. That could be why I was chosen. But I do love these guys from the minute I heard them. And I think this is, I I, to the, I heard this song like about a month ago. And I said, listen, I, I well, first I want to tell them that I, I love the song. But second of all, this is straight like butt rock. And I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely has like a like a like a rat vibe to it almost. Yeah, yeah. and I'm down with that. So yeah. I dig it. So uh, there you go. That is called "This Is Mongol." You'll hear it, I'm sure, on Cage Match coming up as well as exclusive on Sunday nights. Before uh, you give us your full on opinion of it, and maybe just maybe you'll hear it more often on the radio station. It depends on what you guys like or dislike. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up. Some important stuff as well as we're going to hell. <laughs> That's the Offspring Self-Esteem here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. You already heard one brand new song, but we're going to give you another one that's got a pretty interesting story behind it, Big J. What is exactly that? Yeah, a new old song. Uh, Meteora from the band Linkin Park is coming around, I think, 20 years. And uh, they're planning a big release, and they're going through the vault, and they found a track that uh, they had never released that was uh, something they had made for that album but didn't make the cut. And so uh, they decided, you know what, let's roll this out and see how people people feel about it and uh the the song is called ironically lost it is a great song it's a new slash old lincoln park it's definitely got chester on it but we want you to check it out it is the world premiere here on the x rocks important stuff what's going on in the news today the morning after with nick and big j well, Big J, yesterday was a rough day. If you worked for Yahoo, they announced a layoff of about 1,700 jobs. That's 20% of its workforce over the next year. As the company is hoping to stave off a forecasted economic slump that everybody says is coming. But you know what will guarantee an economic slump coming, Big yeah, J? When you lay everybody off. Nobody has these, any jobs. And these bleeping companies, are ma- their revenue is up. I know. Their I know. revenues are up, which is what is really... It's just mind-numbing. I mean, I'm so upset with what we're doing right now. It's just beyond me. The layoffs are expected to start immediately with a 1,000 jobs being cut from the company's business ad tech unit, which has not turned a profit. That's the Yahoo likes to separate up their companies by which ones turn profits and which don't. But they're the long, they're joining a large list of tech companies that are doing this. Basically, everybody says that there's a, that they think that there's a massive, even though the employment numbers are through the roof, the economy is doing okay, everybody says that the calling is coming. And so they're trying to get ahead of it by laying off everybody and Google Amazon, Microsoft, and now Yahoo's doing it. I'm no economist. What? But I'm no economist. But this seems to me like they're guaranteeing us to be in a screw Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. Well, certainly they're not helping. I can promise you there. The move will simplify and strengthen the advertising business, says Yahoo. But the reality of it is they're just trying to save money for whatever reason. I don't know because you're right. Even though maybe that uh, one singular department hasn't turned a profit, but Yahoo's profits, period, at the end, up 12% in the last year. 12%, And so now they're cutting 20% of its workforce. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But we're all going along for the ride, man. It ain't going to stop you from clicking on the website, and so that's part of the problem. Damn it, I have it open right now. See? Look at you. Click X. Big J, the uh, NFL announced their uh, Hall of Fame class last night at the NFL Honors Awards, and it really is a defensive-leaning class this year around. Rondé Barber, former cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, gets in. Uh, Chuck Howley, a longtime linebacker uh, back in the 50s and 60s and even 70s for the NFL getting in. Joe Klecko, the defensive tackle for the Jets and Colts back in the 70s and 80s getting in. Darrell Revis, the cornerback for the, well, he played for like six teams uh, in the NFL, but certainly one of the best cornerbacks throughout the early 2000s for sure. Yeah, he was the guy, he basically invented man-to-man coverage. Uh, being able to leave somebody all alone out there. Uh, Ken Riley, a cornerback for the Bengals from 69 to 83. Joe Thomas, an offensive lineman for the Cleveland Browns, gets in. Zach Thomas, a linebacker for the Cowboys and the Dolphins. And Demarcus Ware.
Ware, another Cowboys and Broncos linebacker, all getting into the Hall of Fame this time around. So they're headed to Canton. Congratulations to the entire class that got into the Hall of Fame. Super Bowl is set to go. Uh, 4.30 kickoff on Fox on Sunday. The line is Eagles by a point and a half. Big J, do you feel the Eagles cover that particular spread? Um, Yes. I agree with you. I think the Eagles are going to win this one. Uh, although I, I do want to go I be surprised, on, by uh, the way, if no. the Chiefs win. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And I also uh, want to go on the record as saying I really don't have a dog in this fight. I'd like to see a good game. If either team wins, I'm actually going to be okay with it. I've got no problem with either team winning. I'm not like, vehemently rooting against one particular team or want them to lose, per se. Yeah. So I'm all right with it as long as we have a good game. A Kelsey will be winning a Super Bowl. So. That is absolutely guaranteed. And that's been the most fun is watching this. I started watching the the New Heights uh, podcast uh, a couple months ago. Um, Jason Kelsey, the center for the Eagles, and then Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the, the Chiefs. Uh, they've been doing this podcast this year, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. But seeing them uh, and everything that's going on with between them and, and what they were doing and their parents and everything has just been really cool. A really cool storyline for the Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's lots of cool storylines. But, you know, both of the Kelseys already have have a Super Bowl ring yeah. too, so they'll be doubling up. One of them's going to have two, the other one's just going to have one. If you are a Mad Men fan, know that a couple of cast members of the show will reunite in an upcoming movie. Uh, John Slarity and also John Hamm going to be teaming up for Maggie Moore's. It's a third. Uh, Tina Fey is also going to be in it. It is a true crime thriller about small town police chief investigating the murder of two women of the same name, and so it's called Maggie Moore's, and it will be out here coming up in. In the next year, but it'll be a Madman reunion, and then of course John Hamm also was featured on Thirty Rock for a couple episodes and played the uh, boyfriend of Tina Fey in a few of those, and so reuniting a Thirty Rock romance as well. So lots of reuniting going on on the big screen here very very soon. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Brazil for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big Jake. And I know we live in a time where everybody thinks they're the smartest person on earth and that uh, they're an expert in everything and somebody telling them something that they should or shouldn't do is merely just a suggestion and they know what's best for them no matter what. But every once in a while... Everybody's a narcissist? Jeez. Uh, kind of. I mean, we've reached that. Not we, me. Uh, I'm an idiot. Have you so. checked out social media, though? There's a little bit of narcissistic qualities in all of them. But, uh, you know, some of us have it a little bit more than others. There's no doubt about it. But every once in a while, you have to know that you're going to be in a situation where you should default to somebody else's knowledge. They know a little bit more than you in a lot of different areas. And, uh, you know, for the most part, I would say that involves the medical community. If you're going to the hospital for a particular reason, odds are they're trying to help you out. You understand? Yeah, more often than not. And so there was a uh, lawyer from Brazil that, uh, you know, had to go undergo an MRI. Big J, have you ever had to undergo an MRI? Oh, several, yes. Yeah, it's not fun. I mean, if you're claustrophobic, it could be a thing. They're way louder than they make you look on TV, for sure. If you're fat, it's even worse. (laughs) But also... (laughs) Also, one of the things they tell you before you get into the MRI is, hey, 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 you have any metal on you? Is there any piercings? Is there any kind of like any kind of metal that's going to happen? Because this is really a gigantic magnet and things will not go well. Yeah, I had to remove uh, a nipple. (laughs) Yeah, and you're Prince Albert. So all of these things have to come out. Jacob's Ladder. (laughs) That's how it's called. (laughs) What? Yeah, there is one called that. I like it. And so you have an opportunity to take out the metal and make sure they tell you, hey, don't bring any metal up in here because it's not a good situation. Well, this particular lawyer is a big gun advocate. You understand? Oh, God. And so he had never had an MRI before, and he was of the opinion, hey, man, ain't nobody going to tell me where I can bring my guns. I'm going into the MRI, and he decided he wanted to have a small concealed weapon as well with him when he went into the MRI. Where? You're usually just wearing underwear, underpants. Well, you usually have a robe on as well, so I'm not sure if he had it tucked into his wristband or his waistband, I should say, or whatever else. Uh, But sure enough, Big J, he went into the MRI. They asked him, you have any metal on you? He's like, no. And uh, they fired up the MRI. Guess what happened, Big J? The, mach- off. the machine yanked the weapon out of his waistband, which is where it was, causing the gun to go off. And, of course, it shot him right in the chest, Big J. 
Uh, is he dead? Uh, well, he, he, if you, I don't know, when you had your MRI, did you have to go someplace else or were you at the actual hospital? No, I was, uh, well, I mean, I was in a medical facility, but right. I wasn't a hospital. Same here. So <laughs> the same so. thing with this guy. So basically they were not prepared for a gunshot yeah, victim would you be? at an MRI place. And so they had to rush him to the hospital over that particular transport. He did succumb to his injuries and he did in fact die yeah. because of the gunshot wound that he suffered inside the MRI machine. So, uh, obviously, everybody's like, well, what an idiot. But also, it's like, hey, listen, man, uh, you brought this upon yourself. I mean, you were told, you were warned, they instructed you. It's for a reason. You decided that you knew more than the medical staff, and it now costs you your life. Uh, listen, I, I am an advocate for concealed carry. I, I understand that. I'm also a firearms 2A advocate, all of that stuff. Sure. Within reason. But there's absolutely no... Unimaginable. I just can't imagine why you feel you would have to be armed in that situation unless you think you're James Reese. You've been watching The Terminalist too much. And what do you think is going to happen to you when you're in there? Uh, in my heart of hearts, now, this isn't in the story. This is me jumping to conclusions. I think he thought the no metal in the MRI was just a bunch of hogwash that the medical community was trying to force down our throats for no reason whatsoever. And he wanted to prove him wrong. And he unfortunately, and by the way, luckily didn't get anybody else hurt or killed yeah. in the process of it all. But this is one of those deals where he brought it in under his own... I mean, he concealed it, he said it, he confirmed, he wrote, you know, you have to sign stuff before you go in. All that stuff happened, and he still did it tucked into his his underwear waistband, and it ended up costing him his life. I can't imagine how stupid you have to be to do that. A reminder... He's a lawyer? He was a lawyer? Yes, yes. He was a lawyer in, in Brazil. So, a reminder, when they tell you no metal in the MRI, they don't just mean no guns. They mean no metal whatsoever, because uh, if it wasn't the gun, it'd be your earring or your lip ring or whatever. It'd just yank it right out of you, man. It's not good. It's not good. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. That is Bad Flower. That is Heroin. Uh, we are about a month away from that band returning to town, along with Des Rocks at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Tickets are on sale for that now at xrock.com. And oh, by the way, just confirmed, very cool things happening with Bad Flower. In fact, they're going to come in and perform an X session for us. So yeah! we've been trying for years and years and years. We brought them to town several times, but every time it hasn't worked out, we're like, we know you guys can kill it acoustic. Come on by, and they're going to do it this time around. So we'll give you a chance to win your way into that and meet the band before their show on the 11th at the Knitting Factory, which is going to be absolutely amazing. But of course, before that, we've got a pretty big event happening this weekend, that being, of course, the Super Bowl. Lots of parties happening, lots of chances for you to get together. And one thing that you want to warn yourself about and maybe others, watch out for Double Dippers, Big J. It's a big plot point in Seinfeld, and apparently it's a big thing that grosses a lot of people out at parties. And the Super Bowl is where you're going to find the most egregious of double dippers because usually there's a lot of people together there's a lot of finger yeah. foods there's a lot of dips out there as we previously talked about on your snack table and so people like to get in there twice uh do you have a problem with this big j yeah, well yeah of course okay. i mean it's disgusting i i want to make sure but i mean i guess here's the one thing I, to me again it depends on who it is i don't really have a problem with my kids double dip you know what i mean uh because that's yeah. just kids being kids well again it's there it's usually just kids there. they're walking gross factories. Well, of course, for you, yes, but I'm not going into that dip. I'm just saying, like, if they double dip in, like, their own kind no. of food, well, or listen, if they're, they got, they, they're they're sharing something between the two of them, I'm fine. <laughs> you double dip between the two of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's all fine, but when you're in a party atmosphere, double dipping is a huge, gross thing, no matter who's doing it, period. Yeah, that's why it's important, if you're hosting said party, to make sure that you have available dipping uh, receptacles. Yes, that, that, and so you're not. It's not one vat of stuff that you're. That, you know, and so if you catch somebody who's double dipping into the the main vat of dip, <laughs> then that person should be ejected from your party immediately. Get out! Penalty flag yeah. on the field. Get out! Yeah. Yes, you're right. Inject it. As long as you have like serving cups where everybody can like put their own amount of dip into. Double dip as much as you want. Triple dip. I don't care. It's your dip. 
once you put it into your own serving bowl, you can do whatever you want. But if it's the main serving bowl, that is very uncouth. But it's not the only party foul that happens. According to respondents, 54% say double dipping is the worst thing you can do in a food-related party atmosphere. Uh, Number two, Big J, which I have never seen done in my life, which is crazy considering how much I'm around this. But the number two biggest food party foul is putting ketchup on pasta. I've never seen that in my entire well, life. That should be a foul in general. Well, yes, it definitely is. But I've never seen anybody put ketchup on pasta, period. Have you? Yeah, no. Okay. No. So uh, 35% of people say that's not cool. And I'm like, well, listen. Maybe uh, I've had some ketchup from my meatloaf mixed in with my macaroni and cheese, but that's about it. Yeah, that's that's different. That I, It sounds to me like <laughs> they're using this as a substitute instead of like spaghetti sauce or, po- or, or like any kind of <sighs> sauce. And that that would be disgusting. I don't know why you would ever do that. I, I want to talk to somebody like that because that's a, a type of personality I've never met. 32% said uh, people who eat a steak well done is considered a food sin. 21% yeah, say those who eat your pizza with a knife and fork is a food sin. Uh, and then eating a ice cream cone with a spoon is a food spin. I don't know. Uh, I've never seen that either in my entire life, so I can't say that's a thing. I've seen an ice cream cone turned upside down in a bowl and then ate like a sundae as it's melting. I've got no problem with that. But I've never seen anybody with an ice cream cone and then take a spoon to it. You've seen that? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you've got like a nice waffle cone or something, but it's it's a rather large, you know, I've I've seen that. I've never seen. Well, uh, 69% say uh, you can you can double dip at home, but never in a party. So keep that in mind. And apparently they broke it down regionally as well. Uh, Texans apparently are the worst double dippers at parties. I did not know this. Followed closely by people in New York, Washington, North Carolina and Alabama. So I guess double dipping is an East Coast and Southern thing. Uh, and I guess we should be happy we live in a place like Idaho so you know people won't go back a couple times for the dip because it is not okay. Sanitary is always the way to go. Uh, dip once or grab yourself a serving dish and serving bowl and dip as many times as you want. I'm okay with that as well. Uh, so something to keep an eye on for your Super Bowl party coming up this weekend. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Keep an eye on us. we got some important stuff as well as your pop culture smackdown all on the way. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sometimes it's good to have this reminder. We can oftentimes be buried in our phones and get worried about how many people are liking our Instagram posts, how many people are checking out our tweets, how many people are friends with us on Facebook, and all that stuff can be fairly consuming, and especially considering that today's social media and clout and likes and clicks are our currency, it it can be easy to be caught up in all that stuff. But every once in a while, it's nice to remember that the University of Harvard, you heard of them, Big J? Uh, no, tell me more. Well, uh, it's a it's a kind of an Ivy League school in uh, the For northeastern the part oh, okay. of the United States of America. It takes a lot to really get in there. Usually, it's uh, peppered with a lot of smart people. A couple of dumb ones in there as well. But for the <laughs> most part, they put together studies to let you know that you know what. The closer friendships you have in real life, and those bonds, and those comments, and those you know kind of feedback that you get via text message or via in person from your real friends mean almost seven times as much as any click that you'll get on social media today. So it's a nice reminder to know that real friendships and real, uh, you know, issues and conversations that you have mean more to somebody than a like, a heart, a share will ever do. So reminder that if you have friends in your life that are important to you, it's also important that you make sure that you remind them of that every once in a while. You mean if you see a friend has posted something sad on their uh, on their Facebook, for example, and you just put the hugs emoji, then th- you should go further than that. Well, what I'm saying is instead of like <laughs> posting out, a hug emoji, like, are you okay? How's come in and have a conversation with that yeah. person and go, hey man, you alright? Everything okay? Something you want to talk about? Or if they do something that's really great and proud and awesome in their life and they're sharing it on social media, that's great for them. But also go, hey, man, here's a handshake. Here's a hug. Here's an open mouth kiss. Aren't we friends yeah. now? Blah. So a reminder that that's always good to have real conversations and a lasting relationship because even though it may not seem like it because everything is done online, it really does mean more to everybody when a conversation has happened in person. You can look somebody in the eye and go, hey, man, I'm proud of you. Good job. Or you can go, hey, man, are you okay? Are you all right? But if you can't do those things, it's always nice to check in with them 
even if it's a text message, because even those mean more. A direct line of conversation will always mean more than some sort of interaction on a Facebook page or an Instagram post. So think about it, won't you? Patrick Mahomes is your MVP for the National Football League. He won handily his second MVP trophy as the Chiefs get ready to play the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Speaking of the Eagles, Jalen Hurts finished in second place. Josh Allen finished in third. Offensive Player of the Year was Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings. Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Dable was the Coach of the Year for the New York Giants. None of these really a surprise anywhere across the board, but it was also nice to see Devar Hamlin on stage last night and all of the first responders and medical teams for both teams, uh, the Bengals and the Bills and the University of Cincinnati Medical Center on stage last night at the NFL Honors. It was beautiful. Now, do you think that that appearance by Damar on stage has uh, quashed all those conspiracy theories? Here's the first thing that I thought, because he came out with sunglasses on. I'm like, here we go, man. It's going to happen. And then he took them off, and I'm like, finally, maybe this will squash the idiots talking about how this is one big conspiracy theory. But who knows? Facts don't seem to bother those people, so yeah, I'm not no, of course exactly not. sure how it's going to I just like play seeing out. how they, uh, they uh, you know, they explain it. <laughs> the Super Bowl is Sunday, 4.30 kickoff on Fox. Eagles are favored by one and a half points. Can we get a final score prediction out of you, Big J? Oh, no. Come on. No, no, it's no, no. It's fun. All right. Uh, okay. I'll go this. I'll go 23-27. Uh, <laughs> Wait. 23-21, Eagles. No wonder you don't want to give final score predictions. I, I get it. Especially when I haven't thought about it. Well, I mean, it's give me a second. all you should have been thought, thinking about, really. It's the only Listen. game that's on the schedule for two weeks. You should have an idea of how you think it's oh, going to yeah? play out. All uh, right, what's yours? Uh, it's going to be 31-24 to in favor of the Eagles. I think the Eagles roll out to a big league early and then hold them off late. Uh, but I like uh, the Eagles in the over in this particular game. It sounds like you like the uh, Chiefs in the under, huh? I guess if that's what that means. I mean, you did say the Eagles are going to cover, but your final score does not indicate well, that. The, the co- wait, wait. Oh, the, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I was thinking two hell. and a half. I was thinking two and a half when it was first you open. You're right. It's down, it's down to one and a half. Even then, it would be. Uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. No, two and a, no. you said 23-21. That's two points, buddy, not three. So oh. uh, it, it's, it's one and a half. Yeah, points. you're right. The 75th annual edition of the TV Awards Ceremony is set for Monday. The Emmy Awards is happening on September 18th on Fox. That's according to The Hollywood Reporter. The Monday night air date is unusual as the award show is usually broadcast on a Sunday. But because the Emmys are going to fall during football season, they don't want it to mess around with their Sunday night football broadcast on NBC. And the Emmys are going to be on Peacock and NBC this year. So they're moving it to a Monday. Uh, We'll see if that impacts or... uh, uh, does bad things for ratings. Who knows? Uh, I'm not sure anybody cares about rewards ratings anymore, but the Emmys are going to happen on a Monday for the first time in the history of the broadcast. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. You're up to date on everything you need to know for now anyway. We got your pop culture smackdown happening in a few. Pop culture smackdown. The morning after with Nick and Big J. And here you'll have the chance to win yourself some tickets to go see Pepper. They'll be here at the Knitting Factory Sunday, February 26th. So uh, that's what you need to do. Beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown. Boom, free tickets. Have yourself a good time and enjoy yourself at a concert with a friend. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Uh, it should surprise no one that today's uh, pop culture questions will center around something that's happening this weekend. Of course, I'm talking about the Super Bowl, Big J. So uh, this could be the Achilles heel of the Treasure Valley, although it does seem like a lot of people tend to watch the game, so maybe it could resonate a little bit more than others do. But are you ready for some Super Bowl trivia, Big J? Boy, I'm going to try. We'll see. Hello, the X. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jay. All right, Jay, you're up first. Jay, what singer is the only singer to hit the Billboard chart with a version of the national anthem that she delivered at the Super Bowl? I will give you choices. Oh, my God. You don't need him. He doesn't need him, Big J. give him the tickets. The gauntlet's been thrown down. Big J, all I need you to do, trying to make this as easy as possible, name one of the artists that performed at last year's halftime show for the Super Bowl. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is good enough for me. D-O-W-G. Congratulations. Uh, Jay, back to you. What we need to know is what happened at the 1977 Super Bowl that never happened again? Was it the game ended in a tie, there was no national anthem sung, or the game was played outside of the United States of America? 
I'm going to say the game ended in a tie. That is incorrect. Wrong. Never been a tie in the Super Bowl in the history of the game. Hello, the X. How we doing? Good morning. We're doing all right, man. We need to know what happened at the 1977 Super Bowl that never happened again. Was it the game ended in a tie, there was no national anthem sung, or the game was played outside of the United States? There was no national anthem. That is correct. Good job. Right. America the Beautiful was saying, and then they're like, oh, nobody liked that. Let's bring back the national anthem. Big J, which team has the most losses in Super Bowl history? Um... I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills is incorrect. Wrong. Four in a row. They have four losses, but this team has had five Super Bowl losses. Is that going oh, to help the Denver you? Broncos? Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Absolutely correct. Denver Broncos have lost the most Super Bowls. Uh, that means you are the victor, sir. Congratulations. you got some pepper tickets coming your way. Hold on one second. We will get you all set up for that concert happening on the 26th. You want me to run out my uh, Super yeah, Bowl knowledge? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Apple Music is presenting this year's Super Bowl halftime show, but for the last 10 years, what soft drink was responsible for booking that particular musical act? Pepsi. That is correct. Right. And finally, uh, before Pepsi, Big J, what tire company? sponsored the halftime show for years. Firestone? Uh, no. Wrong. Michelin? Nope. Oh, duh. Good year. Nope. Oh, wrong. I, are there other tire companies? Yes, there are. I, no, I don't know. One more that I know of. Uh, you were closest first because it has the same ending. Not Firestone, but... Bridgestone. Bridgestone. Bridgestone was the sponsor for the... Well, Pepsi was the sponsor for 10 years, so it's been, you know, 11 years since they've had another sponsor. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. If all goes well, we're talking lounge at the end of the universe next on the x Rocks. Incubus, that is part of me here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. I tell you what, we keep telling you all the time, there's always something happening at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. I don't know when you're going to get it through your heads, but it's time for us to talk to Jen, of course, who is the proprietor and the organizer and the booker and sometimes performer at the Lounge at the End of the <laughs> Universe. And it's another big weekend that's happening out there, right? I feel like you just sort of lectured your entire audience right there. Yeah. What are you going to get it through your head? Sometimes you have to. <laughs> Just kiss their ass. <laughs> That's not how this works. But but sometimes you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when then, you feel like then, you're losing them, then sometimes they get to be slapped around. In. Yeah. Nice. So yes, we we have another big weekend. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very very excited about this show. Uh, uh, Brian Lee put this show together, um, and uh, and when he does booking, he like kind of reaches beyond what I know as far as in the comedy industry. So super excited about it. But we have uh, we have a couple other shows, and then I'm just going to turn the mic over to the headliner because I'm so excited that she's here. Came in from Vegas last night. Um, so t- tonight, if you like improv, we've got uh, the Dating Game uh, comedy show, which is by Creatively, and they have been doing an improv show once a month at our place so they've got this one and then next month they're doing a, a harry potter theme one called the ridiculous comedy show that's okay. got two k's in it so um it's okay as long as there's two you get another one in there and then we're in trouble but right. yeah exactly <laughs> so uh so yeah so that so that's going on at seven tonight and then um on sunday we're doing our all ages open mic again so it's open stage for everybody okay last week we had a pretty awesome 10 year old drummer come in uh, that was better than some of the grown-up drummers and we were all sort yeah. of standing around like oh <laughs> so, um, but uh, that's put on by Treasure Valley Music Store so Chris Cullinan and those guys um, they set up instruments so there's a drum kit that they donated to the lounge so now we actually have a house drum kit which is fantastic oh, rad. That's awesome. uh, so yeah sometime during the day you can hear me banging around on those <laughs> and probably exit the building immediately <laughs> from the noise but um, and they'll set up uh, other percussion instruments and there's a keyboard up there and a bass and a guitar so you don't even need to bring an instrument you can just come in and and mess around or just jump on harmonies it's it's kind of a nice big music jam but what i love about it is that it's not age to spare it so uh younger kids who feel like they want to do something like that can can be involved in and jam and and get used to what that's like so that's on sunday from three to seven and again tonight seven o'clock is our dating game comedy show in honor of valentine's day of course um but uh the big main event this weekend is our black history month comedy tour that's nine o'clock tonight and tomorrow night, and we have three awesome comedians in, and our headliner is in, and uh, her name is Tab Lloyd, so I'm just going to turn it over to her. Good morning, Tab. Good morning. Thank you very much for getting up early and coming in and talking to us about uh, the big event that's happening this weekend at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Uh, I love your story because it's like you're like a comedy egot. You have so, you're multifaceted, you're incredibly talented, you've got the comedy thing going on, you're a makeup artist, actress, all these things that you have going on. Where do you find the time? Where do you, how do you make it all make sense and balance out? 
Um, I get up really early. I, I started all of this 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 look this morning around two o'clock. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Good night. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You make it as feel yeah. bad. But I mean, it is impressive. But you, I mean, I imagine still you have to do a lot of scheduling and organization to I make do. it all make sense, I do. right? I do. Yeah. Um, I have a wonderful nine year old assistant. My son. Yeah. <laughs> that helps out and does what yes, needs to be done. Yes. Wake up, wake up. It's school time. There you go. That's a lot, lot, I love it. So talk to us a little bit about the uh, the origin story of how you got into comedy and why this was a route you kind of wanted to take Oh, down. so so it's funny you asked that question. Um, I um, was working in radio, uh-huh. and I was delivering um, funny jokes, little, little puns and, and jokes here or whatnot. And one of the comedian's hosts... He was like, you should do comedy. You're funny. I was like, no, I'm not funny. And I was like, okay, let's do it. So he set up a um, a comedy night, okay. a comedy show at one of the comedy clubs in Dallas. And I did the show. And I don't know if, if it was because the people loved me on the radio that, that it was packed, because the place was packed. And, and, and they came out to see me. And I did the, the little show. And I was like, well, I need to go somewhere where, where no one knows me. Because if... See what it's like. Yeah, to see what real. it's like. Because they laughed. I don't know if they laughed because they were a fan or if they laughed because I was funny. Sure. So I booked the show in San Antonio where, where the show wasn't um, aired. And I ended up being funny. And I was like, <laughs> this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. And I've been doing it since. I, Very nice. Like I, uh, two years. I tried an open mic night uh, a long time ago, a couple uh-huh. times. And I had fun. It's just so much work. It's so much more work than radio. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Where? R- writing jokes and coming up with comedy stuff. I mean, it just to me, it seemed like it was a lot of work. Okay. Well, well. I mean, well, I guess so because I write my jokes in the shower too. So yeah. Well, you got to yeah. shower in order to write yeah. jokes. Then yeah. that's uh, that makes sense. <laughs> but also, <laughs> Tab's naturally funny. That's what it boils yeah. down yeah. to. Oh, and thank so you. it's wonderful to see that particular kind of thing take shape. And so you've been doing comedy almost uh, how long now? Thirteen Since, years. Okay, Thirteen so years. Beautiful. That's yeah. an incredible run for yeah. you to be able to do this. You do this all over the country. And do you enjoy the travel aspect of it as I well? do yeah. I really do I really do I'm, I'm trying to have a baby in every city <laughs> <laughs> how's well, it going we know about one only one yeah, yeah. just right. <laughs> Well, listen, you got goals. I like that very much. That's awesome. Keep trying. And, right. of course, you know, you have other things that you do as well. Uh, your social media is awesome. I mean, you, you have a lot of stuff going on on that where you talk about not only just the comedy but other aspects of your mm-hmm. life as well. If people want to follow you on that, what's the best way for people to reach follow out? Follow me on uh, Miss Tabloid, M-S-T-A-B-L-L-O-Y-D. And that's on all social media. Um, if you can't find me there then just go to the website which is spelled the same way um miss tabloid m-s-t-a-b-l-l-o-y-d and tab will be here uh, along with a bunch of other comedians uh, this weekend at lounge at the end of the universe you can grab those tickets at loungeboise.com every once in a while we're lucky enough to get somebody in the studio that's also done kind of what we do which is goofy radio programs how did that bug bite you and how did you get into that particular industry um i was i was sitting in with with a friend and um as a not not even a special guest, uh, I was I was her her makeup artist and um, just sitting there and I kept saying some funny things in the background and it was like get on get on air get on air and yeah. say that say that again and I said it and and it just blew up from there. It's crazy how that sometimes yeah. it's the little things that can kind of make it all kind of fall together, right? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty awesome. Have you ever uh, kicked around podcasting? Doing I have my own like podcast. That? I want to well. talk about that. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So home. ridiculously funny comedy podcast. We're six years and running now. Nice. Um, and um, we, we we generally interview comedians. The show is about uh, local artists and visiting artists to uh, Las Vegas, and and um, we have a great time. Beautiful. So Catch Vegas at this point is now the home base for mm-hmm. you and what you do. Beautiful. Because I mean, yes. I imagine it's probably centrally located. There's a lot of shows you can able to travel out of there pretty easy, right? Correct. Correct. And so, is there a favorite city and place that you've gone to on your many travels? Ooh, Dallas. I'm from Dallas, but Dallas is always home, and they they always make me feel welcome. So I, I can't count them out. But I'm gonna say Portland, Oregon. Okay. Any particular reason why? Um, I left there with 13 pounds of weed. <laughs> like, and, and I'm not even a smoker, but they was just giving it to me. And I was like, oh, just do not go to jail. Do not go to jail. Do not go to jail. That's a bad, that's a bad luck number, too. Right, 13. right. 13 pounds of But week. you made it work. That's right, the important right. thing. That's beautiful. <laughs> of course, uh, you know, have you been to our neck of the woods before? Is this, this is my first time uh, here. Okay. 
beautiful. What do in you think? In white America, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. That should make it for an interesting uh, yeah. black history uh, special show, right, right? I was nervous as hell on the airplane. Like, I was the only black, and it was like, I am not the help. I am not the help, please. <laughs> well, listen, you are going to have a fantastic time. Uh, I hope you enjoy our city as well. But you've got a great lineup of comedians joining you over the next couple of days. Charles Howe Jr., uh, Eugene Bassam, who's been in here a couple times. Eugene's great, so he's hosting the show. So you're going to get front-to-back great entertainment at the lounge at the end of the universe. So uh, make sure you grab your tickets at loungeboise.com. Once again, Tab, if people want to follow you online, what's the best place to do Ms. that? Miss Tabloid, M-S-T-A-B-L-L-O-Y-D. Do it. Follow her on Instagram as well as Twitter. It's a great place. And check out the website as well. Tab, thank you for telling your story. Thank you for having we me. appreciate it. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. We got yourself some headlines. But first... It's Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Big J, squirrely, happy Valentine's Day, and I test failed. Eye test failed. Nothing says you really need to wear glasses quite like driving your truck right into the eye doctor's office, Big J, through the parking lot. Police say the driver of a pickup truck somehow lost control of the vehicle and crashed through the front window of the Premier Optical in Fargo, North Dakota. Firefighters responded to the scene and found two people stuck inside the truck. Help! Fortunately, nobody was hurt, but a person inside the office had to get out of the way pretty quickly and luckily escaped injury. The building suffered some serious structural damage, and it's unclear if any charges have been filed. But yeah, you might need glasses if you're rolling in through the actual eye doctor and crashing through the building. That's not great for vision. No. Or paying attention, or I guess motor skills either. Good on the folks inside for doing what we always say, keep your head on a swivel. right. The hell out of the way. It's hard to imagine, like, I'm trying to figure out, like... Maybe how your whole office is set up, but, like, you've seen plenty of videos now where people are like, this guy's coming through our window. We have to get the hell out of the way. And it's probably not as easy as it looks, but we can move with cat-like reflexes if we have to, Big J. Uh, the human body can be amazing, and uh, luckily we're on like the second floor, so not a lot of cars going to be barreling through our studios, but uh, would not want to have to test those reflexes if you understand what I'm trying to say. No, I get it. Squirrely or Happy Valentine's Day? Happy Valentine's Day. You're familiar with the Hindu religion and how they feel about cows, yes, Big J? Oh, it's sacred. And sacred. over in India, the Animal Welfare Department has started to ask its citizens to start ditching Valentine's Day in favor of Cow Hug Day. They want to change it all over. In a statement that the department issued on Wednesday, it argued that hugging, hugging cows will bring emotional richness and increase individual and collective happiness. Now, of course, cows are worshipped as holy by devout Hindus, and uh, of course, there, there's a lot of real movement over there in India about the ability to maybe turn this national holiday, or at least, you know, more of an understood holiday, into one where they celebrate cows and give them nice and beautiful hugs. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, we celebrate cows here with Waigu. That's right. We eat them. Uh, they do not do that in the Hindu religion. But, uh, of course, this is not surprising. The release by the Animal Welfare Department has been met with a lot of mockery online, even with people in India. Because while there are plenty of Hindus, not everybody over in India is a Hindu. Right. And so to change the idea of Valentine's Day over to Hug a Cow Day. Plus, there's lots of people that just don't want to hug cows, Big J. Whether you think they're great animals and majestic or holy or whatever, uh, I don't know if I'd want to write my arm. Around one. I was always scared my wife would try to do that, and because she loved cows, she go she loves cows, and I'm like, they're cute, yeah, I guess, but you know, maybe don't run up on them. Yeah, I never really thought they were cute per se. Mm-hmm. Like when you, I can list list of several animals that are cute before I get to cows on the list, but uh, I guess to each their own, right? So you're saying your wife, to least your knowledge, has never hugged a cow? Yes, to my knowledge. Uh, despite her, uh, does she still think they're great? Does she still take pictures? Kind of yeah, she doesn't move with them anymore. Wait, what? She used to move out the window. Moo, moo. It was adorable. Okay. We'll wrap it up with Squirrely. The city of Kanaching, China, has created a unit of six drug-sniffing animals, Big J. But they're not the dogs that you think. They have created a uh, unit of six drug-sniffing squirrels which is something that they have been working on. The police say that squirrels are smaller, more agile, and capable of searching hard-to-reach places, unlike dogs, and so they think they're the perfect Where animal. are you sending them to search? <laughs> I think inside people's bags at airports. 
But uh, they also say that squirrels have an acute sense of smell. So uh, they wanted to work on this rodent training program for many, many years. And finally, in early 2023, they were able to release their unit of six drug-sniffing squirrels. And Big J, so far, they've done a great job. I yeah, mean, credit I where credit's it. due. Uh, they they have found, uh, they say, upwards of 20 packages in the first month and a half that dogs have missed in the dog sniffing side of the thing. So Man, maybe drug sniffing squirrels is the way to go. Who Squirrel knows? Team 6. Is and that what they're calling them? They should if they're not, by the way. Although I don't know if that joke would play over in China. I, I will say this. They are also working uh, on rats to help with bomb squads. I don't know what they're thinking. Maybe they chew through wires. I don't know. But they're working with rodents to help them uh, kind of yeah. secure situations. At the onset, I'm like, okay, it's not as nearly as bad if something goes bad. I mean, you just lose a rat. I see. Versus as opposed to a dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess if there's casualties, you don't, you don't lose any sleep at night. Although, I think if you name something and you work with something, it will yeah. be difficult yes. no matter what. And we can get ready for the biopic sad story of uh, a man and his rat dog yes. or rat bomb sniffing or squirrel whatever right morning after with Nick and Big J there's your headlines you're up to date on everything we got your bad impressions next on the X rocks bad impressions so far I'm not impressed on the morning after with Nick and Big J Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we will line up for you some tickets to the Red Knot Chili Peppers. They are going to be coming to town to the Dating Factory next Saturday. And it will be a fun show. They'll play some Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. And everybody will just have fantastic time singing along. That's what it's all about. The tribute bands will get you set up with those if you can figure out Bad Impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003. Here's how Bad Impressions works. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. Tickets become yours and hopefully you become happy. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. What's your name? Will. All right, Will, you're up first. Good luck. I'm all about family, especially the memes. Uh, next one. I am Groot. Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. Vin Good Diesel. Job. Good job, That's man. That's because that that uh, Groot was was a spot on impression. Thank you. Pretty much. Hang on, we'll we'll uh, we'll get you the information for the Red Knot Chili Peppers tickets for next Saturday. What was clue three for fun? Dominic Toretto returns May nineteenth for family. And why is Vin Diesel in the news? Uh, the trailer for Fast X just dropped. Nick. Oh, okay. And uh, it uh, I gotta say a lot of times when I see the um, uh, the Fast and Furious uh, uh, trailers, like oh god. Uh, but this one looks pretty damn good. Jason Momoa playing the bad guy, and it's not uh, pleasant. He doesn't look like a friendly bad guy. You know what I mean? Does it take place in space? No, this does not seem seemingly take place in space. Uh, there was no create. There, there some looks like some bad CGI though still in it, but uh, not quite that bad. And uh, Jason Statham returning. Well, so. Of course. Well, you know, I didn't know if he was going to make a return because without Hobbs, you know, but well, the Shaw is returning. This is—is is this the last one, or is there supposed to be one more I, after I, this? There's no way this is going to be the last one. I don't remember. Well, they, uh, the they last keep, one with Vin. This is going to keep making money. They're going to keep doing these. They'll have, I think, Fast and Furious presents movies, but uh, but yes, I believe it will make a ridiculous amount of money. This sure. is going to be an homage, though, to the uh, to the past for sure. And uh, there was even some scenes from from previous movies. So we'll see how that plays out. Do you think you'll watch it? Yeah. Well. It'll be on their list of, of shows oh, to well, do we, for the podcast. Don't have a show. But I just I wonder do, if I'll be lost because I've but, only seen the one. But seeing the trade, well, maybe go back and you know, listen. You you wind, you, you watch Tar because you had nothing else to do. No, I watched Tar because I wanted to watch all the Oscars. What movies. are you crazy? No. Go watch some of the old Fast and Furious movies. Better than what is out there in a lot of things that you end up watching. Let me tell you what. I know, but that's just I've never really had much of an interest in them. I guess time to get an interest. Uh, and so uh, much like you and Oscar movies, they've never really piqued my interest. That's just the way I felt about those movies. I mean, the one that I saw, I thought was just fine. It wasn't, like, amazing. It didn't make me want to go back and watch the others or care about what was happening in the future. It was just a big, dumb action movie, which is fine. But, like, I have no I have no, no vested interest in the Fast and Furious universe. Time to get one. Uh, how many have you seen? Uh, probably most of them. <laughs> I've seen most of them. Right. But the, the problem is a lot of them bleed together. Sure. Because they're all the same. Sure. It's a lot like the Harry Potter movies for me. Like, yeah, I mean, they're all, definitely. I know that they're popular. I know that everybody's seen them, but I just, they're just, I don't have any interest in it. I'm sorry. I just don't. 
and and that's okay, right? Or apparently not. It's not okay that no, I. No, it like is. It is all right. It's just uh, it's cool. Morning after, it's cool that I don't like it. Thank you very much. Morning yes. after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That's the latest from Shine Down Dead Don't Die here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap up the show for this Friday and for the week while we're thinking about it. Special thank you to Tabloid and Jen Adams for popping by and talking about Lounge at the end of the universe. Reminder, you can grab your tickets for any and all events at loungeboise.com. We also had a chance to talk a lot about the Super Bowl this weekend, who we think is going to win, the snacks, don't double dip, all that stuff. And, of course, we also reminded you it's very important you don't bring any metal of any kind into an MRI because things will go sideways before you know it next thing you know you're shooting yourself in the stomach and you're dead uh so a reminder not to do any of that leaves you with the floor big j yeah just remember everybody call in sick on monday even you force these people no i won't do that uh force these people to see the air of their ways and let's get us a new national holiday i've seen that not only uh i don't know what businesses are doing but the schools at least in philly have said late start on monday no matter what happens so they're at least letting the kids those are half measures nick it's not what i'm talking about (laughs) okay all right it's fair enough we have been on this this uh this this train for a while talking about how the monday after super bowl needs to be a national holiday and it's crazy that it's not but uh, enjoy yourselves this weekend. Make sure you have a safe and fun time. And yeah, you know, if you want the day off on Monday, you're not gonna, we're not going to be angry at you, are we? No. Good. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets, and won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source. It's online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. We will see you guys on Monday. Have a good one. It is the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.